A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. สวัสดีครับสบายดีไหม What's up, my friend? What's going on? What's happening? What's cracking? What's popping? What's good? What is the word on the street? Let me know. How y'all doing, man? This is talking about nothing. Number six, to be exact, it's December twenty fourth, twenty twenty three, which means Christmas Day is tomorrow. Are you excited, my friend? Do you get excited for the holidays? I'll be honest with you, bro. I really don't. I don't give a shit. It's just like another day to me. You know what I'm saying? Like all the holidays: Christmas, New Year's, Fourth of July, St. Patty's Day, Juneteenth, all that shit. I don't care. You know? Does it say something about you if you don't get into the holiday spirit? What does that say? Because to me, it just says I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, maybe you know? Like I don't. I don't know. I just don't care. I don't care. Uh, and Christmas, like the thing about Christmas specifically, it's like, aren't we supposed to be celebrating the birth of Christ? Like nobody gives a shit about that. It's just like, what presents did I get? You know, and like a a good excuse to move product. You know, they run the Christmas sales every fucking year, and it's just like an excuse to to move product for people to buy shit. You know, how many of y'all actually on Christmas Day wake up and like? Say happy birthday to Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? How many of y'all actually do that? So, um, <laughs> this is not a religious episode. I'm not trying to get into fucking Christianity and and all that. I'm just saying Christmas or any other holiday. I don't care, bro. I don't give a shit. I don't even celebrate my birthday. Why would I celebrate? <laughs> Uh, moving on. I, like I said, I'm not trying to get into religion or holidays. I'm not really um, passionate about either of those things. What I want to talk to you about today, my friend, is communication skills. It's one of my favorite subjects. We could talk for weeks just about communication, right? I talk about it all the time on a podcast. I'm saying improve your communication skills and improve your life. I am Tony Kaizen and I approve this message, right? I'm always talking about it. 
And I want to talk to you about it today just because certain aspects of communication have been on my mind recently. Um, for example, actually, before I give you the example, I'll give you a short story. I promise this is relevant. A few years ago, I was on Tumblr and I saw a photo of the singer Frank Ocean. If you don't know who that is, don't worry. He's not really important. He's an American singer. That's all you need to know. But the, what's important about this is the shirt he was wearing. On the shirt was written, uh, why be racist, homophobic, or this or that? I don't remember the other words, but why be racist, homophobic, whatever, whatever, when you can just be quiet? That was written on his shirt, and I saw that. And um, I guess just never forgot it. And then recently was thinking about that question, but in a more general sense. My question is, why be a dick when you could just be quiet? I feel like that word encapsulates <laughs> all those categories, racist, homophobic, whatever you, whatever your discrimination choice, your discrimination of choice, whatever it may be. Why be a dick when you could just be quiet? Why be an asshole when you could just be quiet? Why be a cunt when you could just be quiet? This is the question that I want y'all to consider. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm in no position to do such a thing. I'm just encouraging you, trying to inspire you today. Just to think about that. The next time you want to open your mouth to disrespect or insult or condescend to or cut someone with your words so you can feel important, or powerful, or superior, or funny, or intelligent, or witty, or wise, or whatever the fuck. Just There's always a moment between you having a thought and you taking the action, right? There's always a moment where you can stop and think. And I want, I'm just encouraging you to take that moment and ask yourself, why would I be a dick when I could just be quiet? Like, let me just keep that to myself, you know? And maybe this is coming out of left field. I know this is some random shit. And when I say it's coming out of left field, when you hear an American say that, they most likely mean, or what I mean, and what, let me just get to the point. What I'm saying is most Americans, I believe, if you hear them say that, what we mean is it's coming out of nowhere. If this conversation or this question or this thing came out of left field, it means it came from nowhere. It was unexpected, right? So maybe me talking about this is just straight out of left field. I think it comes from baseball, but I, I really don't know. But maybe it's unexpected. It's coming out of nowhere. And you're like, why are you saying this? What is, what's your point? So let me give you an example. I'll probably give you a few because you know how I am. So before I moved to Thailand, I was watching videos about the country, more specifically about the city of Bangkok. And there's this one YouTuber who was making like vlog style videos, but they were also kind of informative, basically teaching you about how the things in the city work or where to find certain things, where to buy certain things, et cetera, et cetera. And one of his videos was about how to buy a motorbike in the city of Bangkok. And it was a pretty good video because he went through it step by step. And after watching that video, I felt like I had everything I needed to go and buy a motorbike. So in that video, he said, you need your passport, you need a valid visa, and you need a proof of residence. But he was able to buy his bike and take it home without having the proof of residence. He just had his visa and his passport. He said that you still need the proof of residence for the, the purchase to be official and legal and complete. 
but he was able to take the bike home that day without having that document, right? Okay, cool. So I'm thinking, I got my passport, I got my visa, I don't have my proof of residency yet. For one reason or another, I just didn't have it at the time. And so I went to the dealer to go buy a motorbike, and she told me, no, you can't take the bike home, you need to have a proof of residence for me to be able to sell you this bike. And I'm like, shit, okay, can you tell me where I can get that? Like, what's the process exactly? Because I'm getting my visa, I have my passport, I live here, so how do I get that done? And she didn't know, she couldn't tell me. So I went online, tried to find the information. I promise all this is relevant to the story. I know it's a long story, but just stay with me. So I go online, I'm trying to find this information. And of course, like every fucking government website, it's impossible to make heads or tails of the shit. And when I say make heads or tails of something, it just means to make sense of something. If you can't make heads or tails of this situation, it's like, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You can't really make sense of it. You don't even know what to say about it. You can't make heads or tails of it. Excuse me. So I couldn't make heads or tails of what I was looking at on this fucking government website. And so I just decided to contact the YouTuber who made the, the video I told you about. And so I sent him a message and I said, hey, man, in your video, you said that you were able to take your bike home without the proof of residence. But I just went and tried to buy a motorbike, but she wouldn't let me take the bike home because I have to have the proof of residence. So do you know how to get one? Do you know the process? Do you know where I should go for this information? Just like, let me know. How'd you get yours? And the first thing he said when he responded was, I never said you didn't need a proof of residence to buy the bike. I actually said that in the video, and I think you just missed it. And then he sent me another message answering my initial question. And I'm sure that could be interpreted in many, many ways. But my first thought is, why, why do you feel the need to be a dick in that moment? Like, Why would you say that? Mind you, we don't really know each other. I texted him once before asking him about how he liked his 360 camera because I was thinking about getting one or whatever. But other than that, we had never really talked. We don't know each other. And so like, why, I just, why would you respond in that way? You know, with a complete stranger, you're just going to assume that he's trying to put words in your mouth and make it seem like you said something that you never said or that he, you're just going to assume that he overlooked a part of the video and missed a piece of the information. He did something wrong. And that you were right and you gave all the right information and you have to make that clear. Like, no, 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 I never said that. I think you just you misunderstood. You, you missed that part of the video, buddy. Now let me answer your question. It's like, why you got to say that? Like, why you feel the need to be a dick when you could just, and you were going to answer the question anyway. Just answer the question. You know what I'm saying? Why be a dick when you could just be quiet, bro? I don't, I don't understand. I do understand. I do understand. Because uh, people with overly inflated egos are often extremely insecure. And um, that, to me, just screams insecurity. It's like, why would you feel the need to... Even, let's, let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Even if I was putting words in his mouth, and maybe you don't know what that means. To put words in somebody's mouth basically means to try and make it seem like they said something that they, that they never said. Or trying to make it seem like they were communicating something other than what they communicated. So in this case, he said, you need your passport, visa, and proof of residence, but I was able to take my bike home without the proof of residence. I just got it a couple of weeks later, and then I finished the process. And then I come over and say, well, 
you said that you didn't need a proof of residence to buy a motorbike, but the dealer told me that I do. What the fuck, man? That's putting words in his mouth because he never, he never said that. He said that you need these, but he didn't need one to take the bike home. So let's just assume, even if I was doing that, even if I was doing that, why do you feel the need to like be a dick and like show me that I'm so wrong when you're just going to answer my question anyway? Just answer the fucking question, dude, or just don't respond. You know, like why be a dick? I don't know. I'm just saying like all you do when you, when you communicate in that way, when you choose to be a dick and say some unnecessary shit like that, all you're doing is guaranteeing that the person you're speaking to is going to like you and respect you less than they did before you opened your mouth. You see what I'm saying? That's all you're going to guarantee. I don't care how fucking good it feels in the moment to shit on somebody or condescend to them or start talking shit. I don't care how good it feels to you, bro. All you're going to get out of that super short-lived moment of pleasure and personal satisfaction is one more person in this world that doesn't like you. You know what I'm saying? I remember years ago, I was posting videos on YouTube about learning English, but specifically for Brazilian people. And in some of those videos, I would speak in Portuguese. And in one video, I was talking about how I learned Portuguese and my process and my experience and everything. And it was 100% in Portuguese. And I think it was at a pretty decent level. I was an intermediate speaker and um, I could communicate very well with native speakers. So I think it was pretty decent. And this one lady uh, left a comment on my video and she said, yeah, you speak well, but your grammar is trash. It's like, why? Why do you feel the need to say that? <laughs> why? Like she took time out of her day. She chose, she chose to click on the comment section and then type those words and then hit send. She wasn't getting paid to do that. She just chose to do it with her free time. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? You speak well, but your grammar is trash. It's like, I don't even fucking know you. Like, if that was your friend, that would be understandable. You talk shit to your friends because those are your friends. You know each other. You have that level of confidence and intimacy. Just a complete stranger. It's like, yeah, you're good, but, you know, you're not as good as you think, motherfucker. Like, what do you expect to gain from that? That's what I want you to ask yourself. What are you hoping to achieve talking to people like that? Especially strangers. I, I, don't, I don't fucking know, dude. And I get, I would like to say I don't understand, but I do, right? If you're miserable, your daily experience is just all negativity. And you have to, you can't deal with it yourself. So you just end up externalizing it and pushing all your fucking misery onto the world. Just going around saying and doing asshole shit just because you're not happy with yourself. I get it. I've been there, right? I've been there. I'm just saying, like, at some point, bro, you got to fucking stop. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, God damn, maybe something that I'm saying or doing <laughs> is causing all this misery. Jesus Christ, dude, why be a dick when you could just, just be quiet? Stop. Don't say anything. There's no reason to say anything. I've also met a lot of dudes like um, who when you're talking to them, they 
Like the, the type of people that make all types of assumptions. They think that they know how to read people. They think that they know more than everybody that they come into contact with. They think of themselves as observant and they've got everybody figured out, right? And what they all have in common is they all say things like this. They'll always say something like, I don't think you know this, but blah, blah, blah. I don't think you've heard of this before, but blah, blah, blah. Or I wouldn't expect you to understand this, but blah, blah, blah. All of them say shit like that. Just assuming that they're smarter and more educated, more cultured, more experienced than you. They don't know the first fucking thing about you. And the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, I wouldn't expect somebody like you to know what I'm talking about. Because I clearly know more than you. I clearly am superior to you. I wouldn't expect somebody of your status or ethnicity or gender or pay grade to know what I'm talking about or to have heard of this or seen that. Like, why do you feel the need to say that, bro? Just, just say whatever it is you got to say. Why do you have to fucking add that part to whatever it is you're saying? Even if that's what you really think or feel, why would you say that? Like, what, what effect do you expect to have on the person who's actually listening to the words that you're using? Just indirectly insulting their intelligence. Or whatever it may be, their experience level, their background, their ethnicity, whatever. Just indirectly talking shit and trying to show that you're superior in some way. Like, why would you? I don't know, bro. Maybe I'm making mountains out of molehills. It is possible. I don't think that's the case, but I am willing to recognize that's possible. And when I say to make a mountain out of a molehill, it means to make a big deal out of something that's really not a big deal. Because a molehill is this small little mound on the ground, right? You could step on it if you wanted to. A mountain is gigantic. So to make a mountain out of a tiny little molehill means to make a big deal and overreact to something that's actually pretty small and insignificant. So maybe that's what I'm doing. But I don't think so, man. I really like to think about communication. I think about it quite a bit. And I try to pay close attention to the way people communicate. And it really does have an effect on your life experience and the people around you and what they think and feel about you. The, just the way you communicate. Not even who you are as a person or what your interests are or what you do for a living. Just the way you express yourself and deal with people. It, it's important, bro. It makes a difference. I promise you it makes a difference. And you know it makes a difference because you feel certain ways about different people because of the way they treat you or because of the way they talk. The things that they say and the way that they say them, the way you feel when you're around them because of the way they communicate. It's important. And a lot of us just walk through life never even really considering the fact that maybe we should improve the way we communicate with the world instead of like talking shit about the way the world communicates with us. That's all I'm saying. It's just interesting to think about. Like, why be a dick when you just be quiet? And why am I saying this to you? Because you're learning to speak English. And even if you weren't, communication is universal. And it's like, this is the type of stuff I wish somebody would have sat me down and told me years before I realized how important it was. Because it makes all the difference, bro. It really does. So, um, yeah, just a simple question. Why be a fucking cunt when you can just be quiet? 
There's no reason to fucking just be running your mouth saying a bunch of unnecessary shit. If you don't have anything important or valuable to add, just don't say anything. There's nothing wrong with being the quiet one that only speaks when he has something valuable to say. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know, man. Because the thing is, like, the more you talk unnecessarily, the less power you have in any interaction. Just saying a bunch of unnecessary shit. Because what happens is, like, the more you talk unnecessarily, the more people feel like they have you figured out. You know what I'm saying? You're just talking. And even if you're not talking just about yourself, just, just saying a bunch of shit, people are constantly making judgments about you. Based on what you say or don't say, the way you say it or don't say it. It's by just talking and talking and talking. People are just taking notes. Listening to everything you got to say until they feel like, okay, I got this. I know what type of guy this is. He comes from this kind of place. He probably grew up in this type of neighborhood with this family. He probably thinks this. I know what he would do in that situation. I know what he would say in this situation. They think they understand you. And therefore, they think they're superior to you. They've got you figured out. It's like, it's like seeing how a magic trick is done. Once you see how the trick is done, you, you don't really respect it anymore. It's like, I know what's happening. I'm not impressed. There's no mystery. There's no space for my curiosity to flourish and take interest in this thing. I already get it. I understand it. It's whatever. Right? And so that's what happens when you're just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking unnecessarily. Which I know is ironic because I'm talking about nothing on a fucking podcast. I know it's ironic, but I'm talking about in a real conversation when you're really dealing with people, just saying a bunch of unnecessary shit, making a fool of yourself most likely because the more you talk, the higher the chance you say some stupid shit. And you may not think so, but a lot of times people are listening, especially when you say stupid shit. So it's like, why not just be quiet and, and preserve, first of all, your self-respect but also your position of power so that other people continue to respect and value you as well. I'm no expert on this shit. I'm probably the furthest thing from an expert on this shit. I'm just saying these are things I think about. That's all I'm saying. No reason to be a fucking dick when you could just be quiet, you know? And that's just one aspect of communication. Another one which is, I guess, like the cousin of this aspect is just unsolicited advice and opinions, especially with people that you don't know very well. For example, I remember one time I, um, I went out to a bar with some people and this one guy who I would hang out with sometimes, he's like the type of guy who will passively aggressively tell you what he thinks you should do in every situation let me give you an example i went out to the bar and we were drinking having a good time or whatever and then we ordered some food and so i ordered uh some rice with an omelet and the the plate comes with some special sauce on the side that you can put on your rice and so i'm eating my rice everybody at the table is eating and i'm the only one that doesn't put sauce on his rice everybody else did and so the, the dude i'm talking about he's sitting next to me and he's not like staring at me watching me eat my food but out the corner of his eye he's like glancing over looking at what i'm doing i can see him doing it i also have peripheral vision right and like 
just after a couple minutes, he looks over and he's like, you're not going to use the sauce? The sauce is for the rice. And I'm looking like, well, I haven't put the sauce on my rice, so I guess I'm not going to use it. Nigga, what if, why the fuck are you worried about what I'm doing? Like, you got food on your plate in front of you. Why are you, why are you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck you worried about me for? You're, oh, you're not going to use the sauce? And he's not saying, hey, you should try the sauce. It's good. Which is what he thinks I should do. He's saying, he just passively, aggressively asks a question. He questions my actions or my behavior. Oh, you're not going to use the sauce? It's like, well, have you seen me pick it up and put it on my rice, nigga? I guess I'm not going to use it then. Why do you care? And that's my natural way of thinking. That's not how I communicate with people anymore because uh, that level of um, directness or aggression is not very productive, I'll say. So that's not how I respond to it. <laughs> but that's my thought process. That's what it feels like internally when people do shit like that. It's like, what the... F why are you worried about, or like, I remember another time I was with him, I was recording something. I set the camera up in one position and he was like, you don't want to move the camera over here? You can move it if you want. But what the fuck are you talking? I put it, I, what are you talking about? I'm a grown ass man, dog. Why are you worried about what I'm doing? You saw me put the camera here. If I wanted it over there, I would have put it there. What the fuck are you talking about? Do I want to move it? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Just unsolicited, like, and not even being, not even having the balls to just say what you think I should do, but just indirectly asking a question. Oh, you don't want to do it this way? Like, no, nigga, if I wanted to do it that way, I would have done it that way, you know? And it, I obviously understand it depends on your culture, because I know in some places, I, I'm sure there's somebody listening to this that would say, well, that's just normal because I don't want to tell you what to do. So I'm just asking if you thought about doing it this way. Right? I'll give you all the benefit of the doubt. I get it. Depends on where you're from. I'm just telling you what I think and how I prefer to communicate. Um, and that for me is just like I, passive aggression for me is really difficult to deal with. Or like another example, imagine, um, imagine you're going to go out on a Friday night and you bought this, this yellow dress. Ladies, you bought a yellow dress. Guys, you bought this, this fly-ass yellow shirt. I don't know. This piece of clothing. And then your mom walks in the room and she says, oh, you're going to wear the yellow dress? Is that the one you're going to wear? Oh, you're going to wear the yellow shirt? Is that, is that the one you, you chose, the yellow one? When really what they mean to say is, I don't like that. I don't think you should wear that. They don't have the balls to say that. So they're just going to ask you a question. Is that what you're going to do? No. Is, you, so you're going to wear the yellow one, huh? And then you say nothing else. What you're really doing is indirectly saying, I, I don't think that's a good choice. You should rethink that, you know? And again, I'm just asking you to put yourself in the position of the person you're asking that question to. It's like, well, nigga, no, I, I'm not going to wear the yellow dress. I actually took it off the hanger and put it on my body because I'm not going to wear it tonight. What the fuck are you talking about? Is this what I'm going to wear? Of course it is. Why are you asking me stupid questions? Why don't you just say what you're really thinking? You know, it's like if you want to give an opinion or some advice, then just do that. Just fucking do that. You know, you can even ask, hey, could you know, can I offer some advice? And at least that way you show that person enough respect and let them make their own decisions before you force your thoughts and opinions onto them. If they say yes, then 
feel free to say whatever you're thinking. If they say, nah, I'm not really in the mood for advice or I don't, not really interested in people's opinions about this, I know what I'm doing, then you shut the fuck up and let them do what they do. The fuck, bro? Oh, are you going to wear the yellow shirt? I'm wearing it, aren't I? The fuck is you talking about? Ugh. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Just unsolicited fucking passive aggressive ass advice and opinions. And it's like, I would have respect for it if you at least had the balls to just tell me directly, hey, I think that's a bad decision. Or, hey, I think you fucking up. Or, I think you should rethink that, you know? Or whatever. Is that the, like, that's the shirt? I think, you, you, Barry, you need to pick a different shirt. The fuck is that? I know you got a better shirt than that in your closet. Now, I know all of y'all don't talk like I talk. I know. I'm just saying I would have much more respect for that form of communication. Because what you, like going back to the clothing choice, for example, when you just ask that question, like, oh, you're going to wear the yellow shirt? The person you're talking to is most likely not stupid. They understand what you mean to say. Why else would you be questioning their choice of clothing if you didn't have a problem with it? You know what I'm saying? And so you're not, you don't even respect them enough to tell them directly what it is you think and you're questioning their behavior and they put it on so they clearly like what they're wearing. They chose to wear it. And here you come just like indirectly shitting on it without even, you know what I'm saying? Just unexpectedly, unprompted. You just walk into the room and have nothing positive to say before they're about to go out and have some fun. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, bro. I didn't mean to be this negative on the fucking pod today. I hope this doesn't come across as negative. This is just shit I think about. This is talking about nothing. This was on my mind. So um, I don't know, man. What do y'all think? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That shit's just annoying. I don't know, like, indirect, passive-aggressive communication or people sticking their nose in shit that has nothing to do with them. Shut the fuck up and mind your business. Leave me alone, bruh. And I'm going to do the same, you know? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Or like, why can't we just be direct with each other? Why can't we just say what it is we're actually thinking? I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure there's a reason. I just don't know what it is. You know? I guess I do. I guess I do know the reason. It's because you can't handle the truth.
What movie is that from? You can't handle the truth. Hang on, let me find out. You can't handle the truth. The truth. A few good men. Defense eyes and Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Really? I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I'm certain I haven't seen that's Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise, I think. Yeah, I've never seen this movie, but somehow I know that phrase. You can't handle the truth, motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I'm just saying communication skills are important, bro. And there's no reason to be a dick when you could just be quiet and um no reason to offer advice or opinions to people who didn't ask for them. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. But the question is, where do we go from here? Because the podcast has got a bit of a somber mood, doesn't it? I think it does. I think it does, Mike. Oh, I think it does. You know what else I can talk to you about, bro, is the fucking pain and struggle of learning to speak Thai. Let me tell you something, bro. This language, although fascinating, is not for the weak-hearted, you know? The weak-spirited, because goddamn. The, the thing about it is, like, all the other languages I speak share the same alphabet. English, Spanish, Portuguese, even French, Italian, German. They all have the same alphabet. So even in French and Italian, if I'm reading it, there are words I recognize and I can get, let's call it 30% of what I'm reading. If they're speaking it, more or less the same percentage, maybe 15 to 30%. I get bits and pieces of what they're saying. And with Thai, they use a completely different alphabet. There are 44 consonants and I don't know how many vowels. And it looks just so foreign to my eyes. And this it's like, how do you learn a language without being able to read it or write it? I know people do it all the time. There are tons of people that know how to speak their language and they can't read them right. But it's because they grew up with that language. I'm talking about you're almost 30 and you've learned other languages, but never without being able to read and write them. At least like recognize the letters that make up the words. So how are you supposed to study and read words if you don't recognize the characters because that's the thing is like most people will transliterate the language into english which basically means like take the thai, the sounds of the thai language and write them with letters i don't want to say english letters say let's call them the latin letters in a way that an english speaker can read them and reproduce those sounds like when i say sawadi krap that's a Thai phrase. I think it means hello, basically. I don't know what the actual words mean, but I know that's their way of saying hello. And so you can write that with the Thai characters, which I don't know how to do, or I can write S-A-W-A, Sawa, D-E-E, which is D, Krap, K-R-A-P, Sawa di Krap. And then when it's written that way, I can read it and make the sounds that I'm supposed to make. But the problem with that is everybody transliterates the language in a different way. You see what I'm saying? Every, like, for example, a word like, um, let me think of one, like cow. No, a word like, like uh, guy, which is chicken. 
If you write a G-A-I, to me, that's a G-G-G sound. Some people write the same word K-A-I, which to me is a soft K sound. Those are two different sounds, but everybody transliterates that word in different ways. So it's like, do I make a G sound or a K sound? Which one is it? You see my dilemma here? So um, instead of like just obsessing over learning the alphabet for the next three months, I am like, I'm not, let me not even lie to you right now. I was about to say I'm studying the letters every day because I'm fucking not, but I'm just trying to focus on learning words and phrases that I actually need in my day to day. And I fucking hate it. I think the hardest part is just knowing if I'm pronouncing the words correctly and getting familiar with the cadence and the flow, the rhythm of the language, like how to rattle off the words like a Thai person would, where to put the intonation and the emphasis in my sentences. That's hard. And because it's a tonal language, my natural way of expressing emotion would be with certain tones that I add to certain words or parts of my sentence. But if I change the tone of any word that I'm saying in Thai, I could be changing the meaning of what I'm saying. Right? Like, for example, cow, I believe is him or her. And cow, I think is rice. Cow, cow. So it's like, when I'm speaking English, Spanish, or Portuguese, I put emphasis on certain words. And I can say it like this, and I can say it like that, with different tones. You feel me? But if I do that in Thai, I might be changing the words that I'm trying to say. So I think that's the main challenge. You know? Fucking A, bro. Fucking A. It's been a long time since I've even had to put this level of effort or dedication into learning something about a language because I've just been like trying to maintain the other ones I speak. But now it's like, nah, back to fucking square A. Back to square one, you know? Jesus Christ. So hang in there, my friend. Hang in there. No matter where you are on your language learning journey, just fucking hang in there. Stick with it. It will get easier. 20, 30 minutes a day is better than nothing, man. Just every day. And uh, obviously finding people to talk to is the most important thing, but also the most challenging thing. It really is. And I will say, whether it's online or in person, Finding people that you can actually practice with is a struggle because online, like, the chances of you connecting with somebody that has similar interests or at least a similar mindset, similar goals, similar levels of communication skill or whatever, and actually making a connection and maintaining a relationship with them long term, the chances of you doing that are so astronomically low. I don't even know if I can use the word astronomically. Astronomically is high, right? So are so devastatingly low that, you know, it's very understandable if you give up that search. I know I talk shit on the podcast, like, stop being lazy. There's fucking millions of people out there. You just got to send message after message, bro. I'm not even doing that shit, all right? Let me keep it real with you. I'm not even doing that. I'm just acknowledging the fact that if you wanted to, you could, you know? Saying that you couldn't do that is not true. But I'm not even doing that shit. This takes too much time, too much energy, bro. Message after message, person after person, only to find out you were wasting your time. That's painful and expensive, right? And then it even, that's the thing, I think a common misconception 
a lot of people have is if I if I just could move to that country, then I would become fluent so much faster. I would learn so much faster. That's really only in theory, because if you're not talking to people for real and you're just ordering food, you're just taking taxis, you're just, I don't know, saying hello and goodbye to people, maybe making some small talk at networking events. I don't know. I don't know. You're not really going to become an advanced speaker in that language. You're just going to get really good at executing the things that you need to execute on every day. Buying groceries, calling a taxi, taking the train, ordering food, paying your bills, and that's it. To actually meet people, make friends and all that, you got to be social on some level. You have to leave the house at some point, right? And like I probably said a couple episodes ago, if you're not involved in some like sports team or chess club and you're not going to bars or or clubs like where are you gonna meet people you're just gonna be at the house or walking around the city by yourself not talking to nobody so just living in the place does not guarantee your fluency you still gotta get out and like interact with the world so whether it's online or in person that shit is tough that shit is tough you know especially when the difference in culture is so strong like even trying to relate to people can be a real challenge, you know? So don't feel bad and don't think that you're the only one going through that shit, man. It's normal. It's normal. And just be happy because it's easier than ever. Like imagine our parents or our grandparents trying to like learn, their English speakers trying to learn Japanese or Arabic or Russian with textbooks and encyclopedias at the fucking library and CDs that they used to put into their car and listen to on two-hour drives to work, repeat after me type shit. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ. And then Rosetta, y'all remember Rosetta Stone? I remember my dad bought that because he wanted to learn Spanish. He probably used that shit for four days max, and then it just sat over there in the corner of the office. Nobody was using that shit. It's just, ah, dude, such a painful way to try and learn something like a language. Right. Even before that shit existed, you had to travel to Japan and stay there to learn how to speak Japanese. That is not the case anymore. So just be happy that you weren't born 80 years ago. Because then there'd be little to no chance that you'd learn how to speak another language. Right. You know. So in that way, technology is amazing. So much more is possible these days you could move to the other side of the planet with nothing more than an education that you got online just researching meeting people learning how things work how much they cost learning how to make money for yourself online and then just just go i know i simplified how how you know everything that goes into it but it's not that complicated is what i'm saying and it just wasn't possible 40 years ago the way it is today that's all i'm saying the internet is fucking amazing. It is amazing. My God. And I really think, like, I probably said this before, but I really think, bruh, that we take it for granted. Like, all the shit that's possible just because we have access to the internet. It is unbelievable.
I've actually seen recently online a lot of videos about what the past was like before the internet really became a mainstream thing. Like I'll see videos from, I don't know, like the late 90s, the early 2000s. And uh, it'll be like some old school recordings of kids in high school classrooms just being goofy, smiling, having fun. And it's supposed to be like this nostalgic thing, like, oh, look how pure and simple life was before the internet. Things were so simple. Everybody was happy. Nobody was mentally ill. Nobody was suffering from depression or social anxiety. People weren't killing themselves. We didn't have war or pandemics. We didn't have suicide rates the way they are today. We didn't have political conflict. We didn't have people avoiding social interactions. We didn't have people lonely and isolated in this world. Everything was just so beautiful and amazing. Why can't we go back to that time? And on some level, I can relate. I mean, there's a feeling of nostalgia for it, right? But I don't know if I want to go to a time without the internet. You know, <laughs> I still think the internet is pretty fucking cool. Um, but I do sometimes miss, miss those times. Like, uh, I sometimes miss those times. I do miss those moments in time that did seem to be a bit simpler and more pure when didn't really have to worry about where the video was going to be posted if somebody was recording it or like being bombarded with a bunch of unnecessary information and people living fake lifestyles and all this polarizing content and information and all this shit. I do think life would be better without all that. I do. But I do think that you have the choice to like find your own balance too, right? Like you don't have to consume all that bullshit if you don't want to. And you can still go outside and you can leave your phone at home, take a walk, fucking get some fresh air, talk to humans and shit, you know? You can do both. I don't think we have to demonize the internet. I just think we have to uh, find a little bit of balance. When you come down to it, those deeper conversations after a while do get kind of boring, right? Because the answer to everything is just moderation, right? At the end of every deep conversation, it's just like, well, it's all about balance, isn't it? Right? <laughs> It's all about finding a balance in this life, yin yang and then ABCs and Chuck E. Cheese. Um Yeah, I don't know. How often do y'all have deep conversations with strangers? This is the thing. Like I've been trying to be more social out here in Thailand and meet people because I really do want to uh familiarize myself with the culture. I want to learn how to speak Thai, make friends and all that. Social interaction is is good for you, I believe. And um, I'm pretty introverted and I'm cool just being by myself for, for abnormally long amounts of time. But it's like, dog, when am I going to get the chance to be out here again? Let me get out the house. Let me meet some people. Let me fucking get out of my zone of comfort. Let me break out the shell one more time. These motherfuckers must have forgot who they fucking with. Right? So I'm going out to bars and stuff like that. I'm talking to people and, you know, it's just... Sometimes you're just like, bro, this, can't we just be quiet, you know? <laughs> like, what are we even talking about here? Just listening to fucking people go on and on about themselves. When, and don't even be talking about nothing interesting. It's just like, man, what do we, man? And at the, at the end of every sentence has to have like a soft laugh. To show that we're having a good time and that the environment and energy is positive. It's just like, dude, 
<laughs> she goes, I try. <laughs> I'm like, man. I could have stayed home for this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to the wrong bars. I don't fucking know. It's just like for me, it's a rare occasion when I come across a kindred spirit who I can sit down with and immediately just talk about shit that's actually interesting instead of just a bunch of nothing or somebody who just wants to talk about themselves and what they're doing and experiencing and thinking and where they've been and how much money they make and where they're going and what they did today. And I don't give a shit, bro. I don't fucking care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't fucking care. You know? I find people fascinating. Let me be clear. It's not that I don't care who you are or what you've been through. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like, dude, is that the only thing we're going to talk about tonight? You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about ideas. Ideas are fun to discuss. We can talk about ideas for a long time. But just talking about other people or just talking about you, that's not my idea of a good conversation, bro. You know? Even though, like, I will say, there is great benefit to that. Like, if you, like, sitting down and talking to somebody who only knows how to talk about themselves. Because I said many times before on this show, if you can be one of those people that knows how to listen and just keep people talking and talking and talking, you can learn so much about them. So fucking much about people if you just shut up and let them talk. So there's great value to that because people will tell you all types of shit that you didn't even know you needed to know. Or they'll tell you all types of stuff about themselves without even really telling you. They don't even realize what they're sharing about themselves. You're just easy to talk to. And we love to be listened to and feel like we're understood by somebody because then we feel validated. We feel important. We feel seen. It feels good. So people just keep fucking talking, you know? And you'll learn so much about them. And at the same time, they'll know nothing about you. And depending on how you look at it, you might say that's negative. Well, I want people to care about me and pay attention to me and take interest in me, right? I know I used to feel like that, but who gives a shit if they're interested in you or not? Just listen, just learn something, right? You don't have to prove nothing to nobody or convince people to take interest in you that they don't, if they're not interested, they're just not interested, right? There's no need to cast your pearls before all this fucking schwein. That didn't come out right. I tried to say it with a German accent. You schwein! How do, they, how do Germans pronounce that word? Hold on. I, I got I to gotta find out. Do I have any listeners in Germany? Somebody got to let me know. Hang on. Uh, English to German. Let me see. Scheiße. No, that's not. No, that's, that's shit. My bad. Um, what is it? Pig? Here we go. Schwein. Schwein. You Schwein? You fucking Schwein? I can't do a German accent. But anyway, yeah, don't cast your pearls before a swine, dog. Don't share valuable things with people who are not going to value them. So don't worry if people don't take interest in you. Don't worry if they don't ask you a single thing about yourself or if they cut you off when you're speaking. I wouldn't tolerate that. That's a whole different topic. So anyway, I'm just rattling off examples. Just don't take any of that shit personally don't get your feelings hurt who gives a shit who gives a shit and that doesn't mean that you should be okay with being boring doesn't mean that you shouldn't learn how to be a bit more charismatic how to communicate and all that because there's great benefit to that i'm just saying there's nothing wrong 
with being the guy that knows how to shut the fuck up and listen very carefully to everything that everyone else is saying because they will tell you so much about themselves without you even having to ask, right? And I told you in the beginning of this episode, bro, there is tremendous value. There's tremendous value in knowing everything you can about other people when they know nothing about you. There's so much value in that. I'm not even going to get into that. This episode is already on the longer side. What are we doing? Let me see. Um, Where are we? 50 minutes. Jesus Christ. Why didn't... Man, why you ain't tell me? Been here for a fucking hour. Um, I'm just saying there's value in that, bro. There's value in that. Being able to just listen and let people tell you everything. Everything that's on their mind. Just soak it all up, bro. Don't pass judgment. The, the reason that you should be observant of people, sit quietly and listen and watch, is not so that you can be superior or feel powerful or pass judgment on other people. Don't misunderstand me. The reason, excuse me, the reason that you sit and observe carefully and with attention is self-preservation. That's the reason. That you pay close attention to the words people choose and the way they say things and the way they do things. You ask questions. You listen carefully. That's the reason. It's, it's to protect yourself. It's self-preservation. Because the more people talk, the better sense you can get for what type of person they are. And they will let you know without you having to ask whether or not they're the kind of person that you can tell secrets to, share valuable information with, start a relationship with, trust to watch your dog or your children, trust to protect your whatever, your assets to, to watch over your house while you're out of town. I mean, whatever, bro, whatever. These are just examples. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's out of self-preservation. So you can make the, the best educated decision you can on who to deal with and why and how you deal with them. That's why you pay attention. To improve your life experience. Right? You can avoid so many mistakes trusting people, trusting the wrong people. You can avoid that by paying attention, right? Paying attention, right? Believing people when they show you who you are. I know that sounds corny. I know it sounds cliche, right? And it's really not 100% true because some people are very good actors. So you can easily be deceived. That's a whole nother topic as well. And again, I'm just rambling here. I mean, that's the whole point of this episode. I know I'm rambling. I'm just saying communication is important, bro. It's something that I want you to think about regularly. Same way you're thinking about brushing your teeth every morning and every night. Same way you're thinking about taking a shower. The same way you think about ordering some food when you're hungry. That's how you should think about communication. It should always be there. It should always be there because it's a skill that you have to develop, bro. You're not just, you can't just go out there. I can't, I can't say it that way. I don't recommend that you just go out there just running your fucking mouth, saying whatever comes to mind. I don't recommend that. I've done it <laughs> for a long time. It's not the optimal way to approach interactions with other people. It's not. I know I do it on this podcast because I'm just talking shit. I'm, you know, I'm trying to teach and entertain and just, just rambling. But I'm talking about in real life, real conversations. So you don't want to just be running your fucking mouth, bro. Gotta think about the way you're communicating. It makes all the difference in the world. And when you really stop and think about how people communicate with you, that becomes clear. You will realize that. All you gotta do is stop focusing on other people and take that 
that fucking seeing glass and pointing at yourself. Because that's all you got control over anyway. After these last 55 fucking minutes, that's my point. <laughs> that's what I'm leaving you with today. All right. So that's talking about nothing number six in the motherfucking books, my friend. This is Real English Radio. I am your host, Tony Kaizen. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.